0: Welcome to Learning to Talk, Podcast, YouTube, uh, and so much more. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's
1: it. So, <laughs> that might be the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we have an Instagram account. Yeah, that's good. At Learn to Talk Podcast. Please give us a follow. We would love to hear from you, and we'd love to have you like our things that we post.
1: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. More more likes equals more self-esteem for
1: me. Yeah. It's all about our egos, really.
0: That's why we do this. Yeah. I feel like I saw someone, I saw a tweet the other day. I forget it was some comedian tweeted it out. And it it was like, I think the wording was this. It was, dudes really be starting podcasts to avoid going to therapy. That's so <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably accurate. Anyway, this isn't therapy. This is learning to talk the podcast where we uh <laughs> sounds like therapy.
1: <laughs> wow. That title couldn't sound any more like therapy. Oh my god. Wow, we didn't think that one through.
0: <laughs> oh no. Oh no. No we didn't. <laughs> but, you know what? I feel Better. So
1: exposed right now,
0: <laughs> and every time we finish up, I feel like I accomplished something. I feel good about myself. And That's
1: actually hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> we started a podcast to like try to be more authentic, and, like, <laughs> like open about things
0: <laughs> instead of going to therapy. Oh gosh. Oh mm.
1: uh,
0: well, here we are. Well, thanks, you, thanks did for you, joining you, us.
1: Did you say no to going to therapy?
0: <laughs> I've been to therapy before. Uh, we can talk about that. We can also talk about that in a, you know, in more depth in a later episode. I feel like we should save that because that, you know. I
1: didn't actually want to go there. I was trying to segue us into this topic.
0: Or we could change what we are doing today and talk about, no, let's just do what we're going to do. You no, know, let's stick to the plan. Let's stick to the plan because nothing, nothing says go to therapy like talking about it on a podcast. Yep. So, also, I was gonna wear a hat today. You guys are both wearing hats. I put on a hat and I looked at myself in the mirror and said, ah, "I'm not a hat guy," and I took it
1: off. <laughs> I'm not either, but some days you just gotta come. I in. just, I just have such a big head. All right, anyway, I love let's, hats. Yeah. yeah, I wear a hat every day. Well, you yeah.
0: have, you, you keep your hair none.
2: Yeah, I don't have to do anything with my hair. Mm. You should grow it out. Uh-uh. Please. No, I mean, I, I hadn't cut my hair for a month until this morning, and it was so long. It was, I mean, and gray. Oh, I missed. Uh, I haven't seen. I feel like I haven't seen you. Well, I saw you Sunday. Yeah, but I had a hat on, which I led worship at church with a hat on. I don't know if that's okay or not. But did, I did. anyone?
0: Did anyone burn you at the stake? No.
2: Con, well, c- so, congrats. Yeah, I don't get no. I don't get emails like you do. So,
0: I got only encouraging emails after my latest sermon. So that's awesome. that made me feel real happy. <laughs> Um, let's not make this therapy. Okay. Let's, today <laughs> on the podcast, we are talking about saying no. Yep. Does that sound good? Let's yeah. do it. You should. We're supposed to say no. It would have been a joke. That would have been funny. Oh. If you said no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you oh, failed me, Cam. You failed I'm me. not very funny. <laughs> you failed me. <laughs> but we're talking about saying no. And um, I, I feel like this is a really important topic. Uh, I... I think this is an American culture thing, but it could also be a church American culture thing. It could just be natural human desire is that I, I want to say yes to things and it's not cause I like doing things cause I really don't like doing things, <laughs> but I want to say yes to things because I want to increase myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Matt will you do my wedding Will you speak here will you do this Matt? Will you help me with this and this And I, I want to say yes to those things Because something in me says If I keep saying yes and doing more things Like I will uh, People more people will know me I'll be seen a certain way This that and the other you know So it's it's all about just propping myself up And saying yes to things Rather than saying no And I don't know if that's good I don't know Do you guys like to say yes to things?
1: Yes. Is that what you wanted me to say? (laughs) I mean, I guess so. Yeah. For me, it's like, I, I hate the root of all of this for me is I hate disappointing people. Mm. I hate disappointing people. So I always want to, I want to help everybody. I want to say yes to everything. And I used to. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't anymore. Well I'm, Well, we'll talk
2: about that
0: in a minute. But yeah. Zach, what about you? What's your saying yeah. yes quotient? Yeah, I mean I think
2: I think at the root of what I what feels good is is saying yes. I mean it's it's I think to I think there's I I guess there's different personalities in the world that aren't people pleasers but I think there's, I'm, I have enough people pleasing desire in me that I want, I want to be able to do things and be there for people and, and do all the be everywhere all the time. Um, but yeah, have, have learned that you got to learn to say no. Mm.
0: Well, let's talk about that. All right. A couple of years ago when I was at my previous church, <clears throat> on Cape Cod there was a every year there was some conference on the cape you know of church conference that I never cared to go to but one year they and um do you know the name Stuart Briscoe Stuart Briscoe he was a pastor he's yeah. british anyway he's a he's old him and his wife Jill but i'd say probably in the 80s they were like pretty big deal pastors and preachers and stuff like that and he was speaking at this conference and we heard he was speaking at the conference. So our church invited him. Hey, would you come and preach on a Sunday morning? And we're a small church, maybe 200 people if everyone showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 200 people, I'd say, was a pretty solid number. And they said yes. I was like, whoa, okay, cool. And he, they came to preach, and uh, Stuart was quiet, and he, he preached. But my wife and I talked a lot with his wife, Jill. Uh, Briscoe, I think her name's Jill. I feel bad if it's not Jill, but we spent, a, uh, you know, most of the mornings talking with her, and she told us their inclination is to say yes to everything. Like if it's possible for us to say yes, we are going to say yes to it because they see it as opportunity and serving and going mm-hmm. and doing right. And you know, I mentioned a minute ago, I want to say yes to increase myself, and I think that sort of mindset is also in me as well as is like, I want to say yes to things because I want to be a good faithful servant of the Lord. And if I say no to something, I'm disappointing or letting him down. Or should I say yes, because you know, that's, that's what I'm supposed to do yeah, as God's child and servant, you know? Um, so, uh, well, let me start with this. Like, Should we be saying, yeah, like, is that a healthy mindset maybe to say yes to things as much as possible? And what's the balance of that we should try to strike of no versus yes? Is yes the good word and no the bad word? Or is no a better word than maybe it's gotten credit for
2: in the past? Well, I think that the... Because you kind of said two things there. Yeah, I don't know um, what I'm saying. Yeah, because <laughs> <No, it's, laughs> you're saying like the 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 motivation to say yes as like a self-propellant, like moving yourself upward, or you know, um, it's probably most of the time not like a great motivator mm-hmm. to say yes. Though it's real. It's like I mean that that's part of how we're wired as humans is to self-promote and, you know, gain more or whatever. And so that's that's real. But if it's, that's the main reason, probably questionable. Second um, is the, the serving expectation opportunity. And I think that can be real in Certain scenarios where, if it's possible, and you and you you see every opp if you see every ask as an opportunity, and you can fulfill that and participate in that opportunity, then that's your, for lack of a better word, duty as a follower of Christ to serve in that opportunity. I I mostly don't think that's True. I think there's lots of the world's full of life is full of opportunities. The opportunities are not lacking. And so I I don't mostly think in my life that every opportunity, if possible, is the direct is that's the the way the Lord is leading. Like if if there's an opportunity and you can do it, then obviously it's of the Lord to do. Uh, I would also question that. I think that while well, I was talking to you earlier about this, i am listening to this other podcast. Um, Don't promote another podcast on yeah. this <laughs> podcast. I'm just okay. And the guys were talking about um, living simply and um, with purpose and talking about their schedules and this one guy, he's he calls it his like three by five exercise or his post-it note exercise. And he and his wife, I think they do this once a year. They write every single one of their obligations on a three by five card. From like their jobs to like um, their friendships to their kids activities to you name it, like everything. Their on whole it. house must just be covered in post-it notes. <laughs> well, and but this is, I mean, I don't think it is, and this is what's provoking about these guys, yeah. is is every year they lay it all out on the table, literally, uh, they, each one of those three <laughs> of cards, and then they, they decide together and with the Lord which ones they're picking up that year in an effort to live with purpose in everything they do. And, and the question they ask is not, is this a good thing? But is, does this get us closer to, does this propel us towards what we believe, who we want to become and what we believe the Lord's asking us to do in our lives. And what that requires is saying no to some things that are on the table. Mm hmm. And so I've been thinking about that a lot lately, like even just with our schedules is the question is, is doesn't the most helpful question isn't, can I say yes? Or is this a good thing to do? Because I think the answer can be yes to those questions a lot more often than it can be. Does this. Help me become who I want, who the Lord's calling me to be and or do what the Lord's asked and required me to do. Do
0: you have trouble saying no to things?
2: I've gotten better at it. Um, yeah, but internally, yes, externally, I feel like I've gotten actually pretty good at saying no to things because just, I feel like now I'm on this, I'm on the back end of, I feel like I've had to say no to so many opportunities over the last four years that I have to, now I've realized I have to clarify to people to keep asking because I'm not saying no because I don't want to, it's just like, it doesn't. Doesn't fit into, or I'm not available, or whatever it is, and so I just recently in the last year have been adding to my conversations with people. This like, please, don't be discouraged to continue to ask, mm. um, and I will uh, if I can't, and you know if if this is something I will work and I want and makes sense to do that, I want to do it, but
1: no today.
2: What about you, Cam? Do you have trouble saying no to things?
1: Yeah, I stink at it. Mostly because I just don't like saying no. As I alluded to earlier, don't like
0: disappointing people.
1: Yeah. And I, I actually <clears throat> wrote down a thought. Hang on. Uh, do you guys feel like there's just this, and I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask the question. Ask it. Ask away. Do you guys feel like there's this e- extra expectation on us since we work at a church to say yes all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I always have to say no and it's always to church people. And it always has to do with money for me. <laughs> so obviously my
0: Now is is that because people are asking you to do things that they think or expect that you do for free because you are an employee of the church and they are around the church? I mean, and it's for
1: church. The hardest nos that I have to say most commonly are, well, you love Jesus, right? So you should do this for nothing. Yeah. Because it's ministry. Yeah. Your heart's in the right place. You <laughs> you know, oh gosh, I can't stand You're it. You're
0: earning another jewel in your crown oh, in heaven. Oh, shush
1: darn. Yeah. Another room in my mansion. It's now, like, yeah.
0: Now I'll say when I, when I first got here, Cam to uh, our current church my current church which is your church and in your church you know you're you're on staff I know you a video guy I remember vaguely like I don't not specifically but asking you to help me make something and then you were like well it's going to cost money and I remember being confused by that because I was like well you work at the church and this is what you do so I like mm. I thought it was your job just by nature of the fact that you worked at the church to help produce things like that. Like I was thinking through and wanting mm-hmm.
1: as I've, I would love if that was my yeah, job, but, but it, <laughs> I just, but, it's not. <laughs> but I just had,
0: I remember just having the wrong perception of like what, what you were paid like what Cam was getting compensated for and what the lines were in your life and your duties to the church. And that was what I was asking was above and beyond that. And it was just like my own misconception of those things. I'm in a very
1: weird situation where I own a video business and I work at a church and my job at the church is not making videos. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So it's like, it's very wishy-washy. And like, I'm known as the video guy. Cameraman cam. Yeah, cameraman, not to be confused with Matt's.
0: Camera guy cam. Camera person cam. Yeah.
1: So yeah, there's definitely a little bit of confusion there. But even so, like I, you know, a lot of my work outside of church stuff comes from business owners within the church, but it's sort of the same story. And there's like a lot of nonprofits and just stuff, and they just want they just want free. And it's like you know that's not that's not what I do. And at one point, I, I probably did. You know, I definitely did some free stuff, but but it doesn't happen anymore.
0: Well, but, let me let me ask you this because yeah. you're you know you're in these two spheres. You said you say no mostly to church people wanting you to do things for free. Do you have to say no to like li- people who want to hire you and pay you? Like, do you have to say no a lot to? Uh, yeah, people who are just trying to hire you for your
1: services like or outside of church. Yeah, or
0: do you say yes to everything that's going to bring you? Profit, no, I definitely
1: you know? say no to some stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm. At, I'm very thankful. I'm at a point where I can pick and choose a little bit.
0: Now is that based on? the work or is it based on your time and schedule
1: typically typically it's based on the dollar sign okay to be honest if the budget's not big enough I'm not going to spend the time on it
0: it's which just, is fine
1: yeah but that's just that's me as a business like you can't put a hundred hours to a project you paid an hour for <laughs> you know so which is what yeah. Vermonters seem to want commonly <laughs> yeah. but but yeah I mean for me I think the and like those jobs aren't so hard to say no to they're just kind of sad like recently i had a client and i was like this is gonna be a fantastic client or whatever and we had this huge list of of deliverables and i was like this is gonna be awesome this is gonna be great and then they came back with their budget and i was like they were like oh what can you do for this number i'm like i I can hang up the phone (laughs) that's basically what i said i was like i can't do anything for you i'm sorry like you know and it's just a bummer but Mm. those are less hard to say no to It's, it's harder to say no to the ministry stuff, but I also hate that there's an expectation that ministry things come for free because they're ministry, which is weird for me to say, but in my, my zone of what I do for a living, that's not how it works. You know, I would love to do things for free, man. It'd be awesome, but you can't. You literally can't do it.
2: It's such a weird misconception, honestly, because mm-hmm. I come from a similar what's beautiful about what I get to do is it seems like everything I do is free. Right. The truth is, it's not free. Someone's paying for it. Right? Like yeah. I what I get to do is awesome and that the Lord set it up this way that the services that I provide are not, i don't charge people for them, but it's not because they're free. It's because someone else is picking up the bill. Right.
1: So, so you know what I've been,
2: sorry, finish your thought. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and it is a weird misconception that like we, that ministry shouldn't cost anything because it's the Lord's work. And we, you know, like the truth is everything costs something. Mm
1: -hmm. and, It's just who's paying for it. Oh, I'd love to say yes, but you just can't. So what I've gotten really good at is if people ask for like free work or pro bono stuff or whatever, I'll be like, yes, for this. I'd love to do that project. It'll cost you this much. And then I don't hear back. But at least I didn't really, I didn't have to use the two letter word. No. So for me, it's, it
0: gets even more guilt inducing because right. I'm a pastor preach, I speak, I do funerals and weddings. And it's really like, if we're just going to keep it on the money, you know, the dollar thing,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um, it's a really weird place to be when you're like asked to fill in and someone else's church or to do a wedding or funeral to like have the money conversation. I did a wedding this last, last summer for a young couple at the church And, um, nothing, no, you know, little, Hey, thanks for doing this. Nothing, you know? And I didn't set any expectation. I didn't have that conversation ahead of time. Like, Hey, I'm going to spend 35 to 40 hours, like helping to like, get to know you and do a little, you know, putting your service together rehearsal. Uh, I'm, I'm driving 30 minutes you know, each way, uh, you know, doing all this. Like, but there was not nothing that came from them. No. And, but again, I didn't ask and same, I've done a few funerals, same kind of thing. No, no. And part of that is like, okay, I'm, I'm a pastor. I get paid. This is kind of part of my job, but there's also many more hours that are now added to my schedule because I also do everything else I do. And this is getting added to it. So like, and that doesn't hurt me. I'm not like mad about it. And I wouldn't say no to something necessarily based on that, but it is like, it is a weird thing that there are high expectations of people that because I'm a staff, you know, I'm a pastor at the church that all of my time is dedicated to this task when the truth is I've got a very full plate and now I'm willing to do this. My plate is fuller. It's not a huge inconvenience, but it would be nice. It would be nice. Just a little a little something to acknowledge like, hey, your time was valued.
2: Yeah, and you I know. don't think that's all on. I mean, it, that's on us as much as it is anything else, right? As <laughs> leaders, as those who have set up the system, <laughs> you know, I mean, or at least live in it. Um, and I mean, I can. Remember, like, my dad traveled as a, as an evangelist for three years of his, or actually probably combined, like, five years of his life where he would, you know, go and preach. He wasn't a local church pastor for two different sh- short stints of his life where he would just travel from place to place preaching and get honorariums. and And he, he, I don't think ever did had the like upfront conversations but was encouraged especially on the, the second time he 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 did this um it was a constant i mean i was constantly encouraged i'm like you know you can, it's okay to like have those conversations ahead of time you know you can say what what is it, you know these are this is what's going to cost me to get there stay like and here's my expectation are you able to you know of what I think I should get reimbursed for what my honorarium should be and and there's just like a weird I feel like in the in our culture within the church especially there's something weird about talking about money um I don't think this is where this is supposed to go no but But it's fine it's like that I think we sort of, I think we need to demystify a little bit it's just, it's okay to talk about that.
1: I have a thought. Yeah. I'm going to muddy the waters a little bit. (laughs) I just have to bring this up and I don't know how we're going to connect it, but I have to say this because my boss, our lead pastor said the most profound thing I've ever heard him say to me like a couple weeks ago. I don't know why this resonated with me so much, but this muddies the waters even more where he was like, we get paid because people give. And like, we all know this, Mm -hmm. but for some reason that just sat with me and like, like my soul, I was like, wow, I get paid because people give their money. Which for me muddies the waters even more in the sense of like, that's another reason it's hard to say no to stuff. For me, anyway, yeah, because to, there, cause there's just like I feel like there's just this responsibility where like I get a paycheck because people give out of theirs. Oh man, it's like well, so tricky, and that's
0: professional ministry. It's it is a a weird like blurred lines place to navigate because of that. Like we we work and do on behalf of people to help provide for them like and oversee and um, facilitate what it means to be the family of God. And we're not providing a product. We're not providing an entertainment thing. We are providing like in theory, we are providing life. We're not providing anything. We're helping to facilitate like connectivity with the Lord and with each other. And people like, Give freely, and a lot of people give a lot to say, like, hey, I'm in, I value this thing. Now they'd be giving, and you know, again, in theory, whether Cam was on staff or not, they'd still be giving, but so, like, whether they we got really Well-produced videos or announce like if we did video announcements or we did in-person announcements, like it doesn't matter. That's Mm. not why they're giving or not giving. Like they're they're giving because they want to be a part of this thing and to you know to keep this thing alive as an entity. Like giving needs to happen, and it's a worship act of worship. So it is just like a weird
2: like yeah. And I think, but, but to my point, I think that it does. Muddy the waters but i feel like it should partially it, it should be the reason why we are able to talk about it and and make it really clear like i think we what i what, what i cuz what i was trying to say is like we should be able to just talk about it like and it, and because if we if we didn't i feel like we often disconnect from the fact that everyone's connected partially via our belong like our money like i mean there's more passages about money in the bible than there is about love i think in the new testament or something crazy like that i i can't speak i know I I, 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 I I could be wrong it was, there's some there's there's a statistic like that though like there's like like in the new testament like there's more passages talking about money anyway but like i feel like partially it's muddy because we're not, we don't just, we don't just talk about it. We don't, we don't recognize the fact and say like, "Here are the expectations. Here's, here's, here's what we're doing. And I think some churches and even ours does a pretty good job of saying like, here's what we're doing with, with the money that you give, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and here's, um, I don't know. And so I think that, the muddiness comes from this. I don't know what the root is of not wanting to just be transparent about, like, and talk about money. It's like this secret thing we like give our tithes and offerings, and then we don't want to talk about it. And then I don't want to. I don't want to talk about what I my expectations as a whatever. If we're talking about you know, when my dad was traveling, like he doesn't want to say, well, I'd really. For this to be sustainable for my life, I need to get X right. amount of money so that I can
1: support my family. And this is—if if you value this—on the other side of this conversation, though, there is like the the—I I feel like the far other side of this conversation. Now that we're talking about money and not what we were supposed to talk about, it's <laughs> all right, man. Um, is like the preachers and sneakers. Right, right. Because there's there's this other end, of like we're all on the same page of like I have to say no to the things because I need to earn money, <laughs> and then then there's the other people that you have the the famous pastors or whatever that have a ton of money, and then there's like a weird like view on them. It's uh, it's a whole yeah, I mean, it's been That's, abused and like and the yeah. fact that we don't just going on the talk the consensus of we don't talk about money. It gets very weird. It's just a weird there's almost an expectation, I feel like, on people in ministry to have no money. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, oh, and yeah. there's
2: there's roots and there's biblical I mean there there's like historical roots in that, like of you know, the monks taking vows of poverty and, you know, like and those even I mean and that being a call from the Lord, you know? And and then you look at like, the, yeah, I mean, just even older than that. If you look at the Levites in the old Testament who like lived off of, you know, they didn't, they weren't allowed to have jobs. Like they had to like, just live off Mm -hmm. of whatever offerings were given and like dwell, just spend their time in the temple all the time. And I mean, so there is, there's precedent, for that,
1: if that's what the Lord's, like if that's how you're supposed to live. Oh, right? I, I have a question for you too. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your opinion on something. What's up? This is me putting myself out there, so just bear with me. I've had conversations with many people where it's like, you're in ministry, you can't do it for the money. I Like obviously, right? Like yeah. I don't do it for the money. Right. But there's also this expect, expectation I feel like on, people in ministry to not, I feel like there's a silent expectation that there's a, on people in ministry to not earn money. I said very early on, that's not me. I was like, I'm going to like, I I set goals in my life. Like I set goals for every 10 years ahead or whatever. And my, my money goals are not to be scraping by. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I want to hear your opinion on that.
0: I don't do ministry for the prophet because there's no profit. I do it because the Lord called me to it.
1: Well, let me, can I clarify? uh, (laughs) I don't want to sound like a jerk here. Yeah. Because I'm not saying like, I'm going to charge up the bum to do no, no, ministry. No, no. Like I'm, I'm going to make money. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is, let me just try to, to wrap my mind around my thoughts here. I don't do ministry cause I think it's lucrative and we could not survive on my, my income as a family. My wife works. She makes a good amount of money, which is, Oh, it's so wonderful. Um, but at the same time, like if a church wants to have pastors and people who are dedicating their life to serving them, they need to take care of them. Right. The Lord will provide. How does the Lord provide through mobilizing his people? So if there's a church that says, Hey, we want a pastor It's up to the church in their conviction to make sure that pastor (laughs) can survive, you know, and live where they live and buy food. Like when I was when I was in my previous church, I was a youth pastor. We had a parsonage. We didn't pay for utilities or rent or anything like that. But I made like no money. (laughs) And I had I had a one year old and very soon one was on the way. And I remember uh, my wife had stopped working. We're staying we're in a new ministry environment when we went there. We're trying to figure things out we're we're living there, and we're living in a pretty expensive place, but thankfully, we don't have to pay for you know housing and all that. so that was huge. but i've got i've i did my undergrad. i did my my master's degree. I've got student loans. My wife has student loans. Like I prepared myself and went through certain steps to educate and train to do this thing that I believe the Lord called me to do. And part of that came with having debt and I didn't make enough money to pay all our debts, to have savings, to do anything. It was literally like we were There were months where we lost money that month, you know, just with regular living expenses. And I remember when my older son was like three or four, we were sitting there saying things like, should we pay the $50 so he can have swim lessons for six weeks or whatever it was. And we couldn't justify spending $50 on swim lessons. And that sucked a lot. Like that was horrible, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was cared for in some ways, but in some other ways, it's like God's people. If you want to have a, a, you know, vocational pastor or pastoral staff, you have got to take
2: care of them and take care of them well simple as that and there yeah Yeah, I mean there's there's different I mean for sure 100% and the expectations have to be really clear right I mean there's like and for you like I, I think what to answer to talk about like what do you think about like your goals financially that you set for yourself I mean part of what's unique about what you do is you're you're bivocational Right, like you, you don't just all of your work is not ministry work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, in the sense that aren't all of our lives, I ministry. I know, ministry it, I know, what, you well, I know what you mean. But well, I know yeah. your
0: income source is yeah. not all
2: just right. from Vocational ministry. Ministry, right. um, your other you have other income sources. Mm-hmm. That, so therefore, I I place you into like a what I would call like a bivocational ministry position, mm-hmm. um, yep. which I think is is okay. Good and right and okay, and yeah. I think is should probably should be good and right and okay in a lot more people's lives. Um, mm-hmm. but that's a different conversation. Uh, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> you <what> know, it's <laughs> where we're going today. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so I think to have, I think it's actually, I mean, you could go the preachers and sneakers route and it not be right, have, have wrong and unwise expectations and goals. Yeah. But as long as your, your goals are within the, the realm of like wisdom with your finances and your life and your, and the, and the goals and things that the Lord's put on your heart for your life and who to become and what to do. Yeah. Then, then I think that's, that's actually, we need more of that. Well, we so need- let
1: me say this, like I, and I've told, I know I've told you guys this. I've told everybody this. I dream of the day when I can do my church job for free yeah. and do it for nothing. Like that is that one part of my financial goals are to make enough from the video business to not get paid from the church. I think that would be awesome. I would love that. Like, and that's, that's one of my goals. I want to do that now. Oh, where was I going with this? I think that's like where I want to be. But also I say that because that would mean that I'm doing well enough outside of ministry to not get paid by ministry. And like, I don't know. I I, I think about this all the time. I'm somebody who thinks about money a lot. Like, I think you guys know this about me. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm just kind of built that way. Like, I grew up in a family that owns companies. That's just like, that's, that's, it's in our blood, you know? Um, and also I wanna live a comfortable life and all these things and like, how, like I want obviously ministry. And when I say ministry, I mean working at a church, not like ministry yeah. in the open sense. Like obviously that's always gonna be there, but I want them to work together and I don't wanna be poor. You know what I mean? That's that's like where I'm at. And I feel like it's a weird position because a lot of people in ministry would say, if you're in it, you're in it. And doesn't matter if you don't have any money, like, you know, the Lord will provide like, yeah, he will. But I'm digging myself a grave, but I, th- I just have a different mindset of like, yes, of course he's gonna provide, but I I I wanna be able to do.
0: I think <laughs> this is my, my thought is, I want to be able to say yes to whatever the Lord says, you know, go do regardless of the compensation. If it's low, if it's nothing, if it's high. Um, So the expectation of myself is that I am following the Lord's call and no human elements going to get in the way of that. However, I think on the other side of that, like I was saying before is if the people Are wanting and calling and needing the people need to make sure that they are taking care of that person, you know, and not just like you got your weekly can of beans, you know, or whatever, but, but that they, that the pastor or leader or whatever is able to, um, not just survive, but, and I don't even want to say thrive, but be. Be comfortable enough that their worry is not on, on whether they can afford swim lessons or diapers or whatever, but their worry can be for what God has called them to, you know, and mm-hmm. free, allow that person to live as, as free as possible uh, of that anxiety so that more and more they can, um, they can turn their eyes and attention to the Lord's call and that takes work on both ends, right? It takes work on the, on the, on the pastor or minister to, to trust and to prioritize and to budget and to do all those things, um, to make sure they don't wind up on preachers and sneakers, <laughs> but it also takes work on the, on the people's part to, um, give sacrificially and, um, joyfully and to care for, uh, that person to care for that person well. Um, so that's that's just my
1: perspective on. on well, that. and I think that's what. Yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to say, in the sense of like, my goal is I want to work in ministry, and not like be trying to survive. Yeah, I want to be comfortable in well, working for ministry, unto like free okay? to do
2: it without having to to worry about the other. Is it like, is
1: that okay? Is that yeah. an okay thing to try yeah. to do? Like, because I just feel like there's this expectation where it's like. That's almost not okay. It's like, well, no, I want to be able to do ministry and be comfortable. That's an okay goal. Am I going to get in trouble for
2: this conversation? No, I think, well, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I I think there's a little digging there. I mean, I think if the goal is comfort for the sake of comfort, there's a conversation and a question to be had. Mm. I think if being comfortable, if that's the language you want to use, Maybe you'll choose differently someday but if, if comfortable is the, is the language you want to use if the comfort is unto being more free to do the things that the Lord's asked you to do right then that's that's right on yeah um, like because that's that's the purpose of the tool and the part of life that money that the Lord entrusts us with. All across the board is is it's it's unto being able to do and become who he wants us to be and do the things he's asked us to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if if your goal is to be at a place in your life where you're more capable of doing the
1: work that the Lord's asked you to do. Then yeah, that's, that's, that's what you're trying to say. Then yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. Oh my gosh. I'm digging myself. I'm going to no. get clipped so bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause
0: I, I think like you've said, your goal is to not get paid to work and do the work you're doing now, which is an admirable and good goal. You're what? 22. Yeah. That's going to take a little time.
1: You have to grow your business and you know, yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Why uh, i have to say no to things but it <laughs>
0: depends how you view money like if we if we want to dig in i mean we're in this conversation well now, but, yeah but obviously like, like how if, do you if i you, was
1: making no money would i still be doing what i'm doing yes yeah you know what i mean like of course it's what i'm called to do but i'm just saying like is it okay to like want to not be struggling
0: it is okay to want to not be struggling as long as you're also okay struggling Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's I guess it comes down to how you how people view money. What what's your view of money? Is it a means or is it the end? Mm. And like I view money, I think, as a means and as a tool um to be able to say yes to more things. Like the like inviting more people into our home and feeding them and spending time together and um you know, uh, giving more like we, I've, I've been blessed uh, last year year and a half ago, we had major car troubles with both of our cars and we had multiple families give us money. And as they did, they said, the Lord has blessed us. Mm -hmm. We're doing okay. We want to bless you
2: with, Mm -hmm. with
0: money so you can buy a new car. And like that is the mindset I want to have with money is I want to hold it loosely I want to be able to use it to make sure my kids, like they want to play hockey. I want to be able to pay for their hockey stuff. And and that's no small price tag, (laughs) uh, unfortunately, or, you know, and I want to have those things to make sure our cars are working and like all that. But I also want to be able to say, like, look at someone who, who is in a place of needing Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and be like the people I've received some and be like, and not, not be so strapped that I can't say, allow me
1: to bless you
0: and to do so as abundantly as I can.
1: Yep. Oh, Um, I'm so going to get in trouble for this conversation. No. Cause like, I know where my head is at and I know it makes sense and I know like it's right, (laughs) but I feel like how I'm coming across right now is like the biggest just jerk ever. Where it's like, oh, you give me your money in the bo- like in the basket each week. Well, guess what? I'm keeping it. <laughs> like that is not the case. But no, I, I don't. I don't hear you saying that. I hope. I hope. No, not. and what
0: you do, you provide. You, like you care for the church. You lead people. You're in relationships with people. You you allow the church as it is functioning to function online and you know producing things. So like you you are an integral part of that, and like. You are valued enough to, for not just like a person in the church, but the governing board, the elders, they are representative of the congregation to say, we are going to pay Cam because he is valued and we need him. So,
1: oh, so weird. It's I not money.
0: But like the decision for you to receive money is not your decision. It was the decision of many people to do that. who represent
1: the church. Yeah. Right. So just relax money. Money's (laughs) tricky, but you know, I just like, I don't know. This whole conversation comes from a place of like, I feel like this weight on me where it's like, like when my car dies, I'll probably go buy a new car and there's going to be people looking at me. Don't buy
0: a new car. Like Like, buying a new car. Stupid. What did I just say?
1: <laughs> so there, there's going to be people looking at me like, you shouldn't have a new car. No, I like,
0: I'm i not saying it that way. I'm saying it's just a bad investment. I know what you're saying. Because it
1: depreciates immediately. Well, listen, <laughs> Dude, if I could buy a used Cybertruck, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Is but that even out yet? No. That's why I have to buy it new. Because nah, <laughs> it hasn't you go. come out there yet. You go. No, but anyway, but like, there's like. It really, it's not even. I don't even have a money problem. It sounds like I think I have a problem with people's expectation on no, me totally about how yeah, I should you use.
0: Have, you don't have a money problem at all.
1: Yeah. yeah I yeah, should yeah, shut just, up. i just kidding. <laughs> uh, like how I spend money, or like the. I don't want to be. I think. I think the real issue is like I don't want to be the preachers and sneakers guy. I don't want to like be taking money from the church, and then be wearing a thousand dollar jacket. I would never buy a thousand dollar jacket. Well, don't, yeah.
0: Well, don't, don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like, but again, it's like, I, I don't want to be perceived that way. I don't want to, none of that. Um,
0: and I think that's good. And like, don't get on preachers and sneakers. Like <laughs> be smart.
1: These are kind of nice shoes actually, but
0: be generous. Like, are right. you, are you generous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, you know,
1: anyway, what were yeah. we supposed to talk about in this podcast? Saying yes well, and say no, but it, okay, whatever. whatever. We'll make a new intro. No, <laughs> no, 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 we no. We'll go with this. It's, it's all in the same vein. <laughs> we'll it, it.
2: It, it's like, I think, I mean, yeah, because saying yes, saying no, I mean, it's it's at the core. I mean, that's what that's what we got to do with even when we're budgeting. You got to decide what you're going to spend your money on, what you're not going to. It's when you're um, think about, the expectations of of the people around you that the part of your life that is funded by the people that go to the church that you serve at yeah. like that's, th- that's a crazy that I think that there's a good weight to feel there like I think that's okay right. that's healthy it's, you bear like, a responsibility yeah there's a responsibility to be responsible yeah. um i think part of the beauty of being bivocational is that you don't part of what you get you get to make you don't have to fully be um answer to like if you want to buy a cyber truck like you're probably going to make more by the time you're able to buy a cyber truck more money's going to be coming in from what you do outside of the church than what you do in the church. Well, uh, yeah. And, and that's probably already true. That's been the case. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so. <laughs> right. But that's, no I, that's, like, a that's, 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 that's a that's thing. That's, it's like whatever. And, and, and you get to choose. I mean, that that's, yeah. I mean, you'll see, I don't know. I mean, and maybe you will, maybe you won't. I, I think electric vehicles in Vermont, even though that's just not a good idea. Cause oh, that's a great idea. Like, um, even though that's like the thing now, that's a great the, idea. But batteries don't last in the cold yet. They'll like, be
1: fine. All right. We'll if, you
2: have a, if, half battery, if you have a garage, you're, you're okay. You can go everywhere yeah, you want. How again. many people have a garage? I don't have a garage. Well,
1: well, shoot. No, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. I think the reason that we even got here is because the, the reason I have such a hard time saying no is because it's saying no related to money in ministry. And that's just a, such a weird position that I hate being in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate having to say no to ministry because of money. Well, and that's what I, so and, often. And, happens. That's okay. and And it's not even about money. It's about time. Right. Really? But like time is money. So, But like
0: money is how in the world we uh, show value, right? Because it's money. It's value. Mm-hmm. But like, so for you to provide a service and then someone say, hey, thank you. I value the service and I value you and your time. Like like how else is that going to be communicated to you? Like, good job. God is, God loves you. You know, that's nice. He does love me, but he loved me whether I made this video for you or not, you know?
1: Mm. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing.
0: And I, and as a pastor too, it is a weird thing because I, I, I don't want to make what I do about money and I hope I don't, I don't think I do, but at the same time, I wish more people did when they saw me because <laughs> I want more money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but that's the thing too, right? Is that's it's, a joke it's just,
0: I'm saying, but like for, a, but for a real, weird. like just people recognizing and uh, that are part of the church and saying like, Oh, this is an above, this is above and beyond. This is, um, and it, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot, just anything. Thank
1: yeah. you. you know? Right. Because like where you and I are different is, there's an, I feel like there's an expectation on me to do free stuff because it's ministry. And like, I say no, because it's my other job. Where like for you and probably you as well, it's like, well, no, this is actually how I get paid. (laughs) Right? Like, so interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Yeah. and, And again, the yes or no comes back to, you don't do your other job. Uh, I mean, ultimately from what I hear you saying is you don't even do your other job for money as much as you need the money so you can do ministry. I mean, that's what I've heard you say from the very beginning is your heart, even in video as cameraman cam, Mm -hmm. your desire, your greatest desire is, is to produce and make awesome ministry videos. You know what I mean? Like, and so, it's what we're doing. Why yeah. we're here? Yeah. yeah, and like, and so to say no to a ministry opportunity so that you can say yes to a money making opportunity ultimately is putting it all on the table and figuring out what what am I saying yes to that that helps me get to where I want to be versus just saying yes to things because they're good. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And for wording and so, that correctly same i mean for me it's like I, i'm in a weird position i i i make an, enough money as in ministry to support my family not a lot i mean we're not we're not rolling in dough but <laughs> i make enough my wife gets to stay home and, and and homeschool our kids like that's a i i recognize that as a huge blessing privilege um, and but we make sacrifices for that to to be reality, like to a certain degree. And we've accepted those as, um, acceptable sacrifices to, to be able to do that. And, um, a lot of the time when I, if I, if, if I'm not saying no, because of a scheduling conflict, I'm saying no, probably to, um, Prioritize my family. Most of the time. It's either, no, I'm booked that Sunday, I'm not available, or I'm out of town. Mm. But a lot of the time, it's because for for me to be most, for our family to be most effective in the ministry that the Lord's called us to do, we need to be a healthy family. Right. And so a lot of times I say no to a ministry opportunity because I want to be home that evening and put my kids to bed. Right. You know, like, and there's, I don't have like a, there's no like existential good reason not to do it other than, no, this is the priority for me right now. in this stage of my life is I only want to be out so many evenings a
1: week. I don't want to run in circles, but do you think it's harder? Do you think it would be easier to say no because you want to be home with your family if it wasn't ministry that you were doing? If it wasn't like to go lead worship somewhere?
2: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. I think the same, yeah. I, not that I need to put my kids to bed, but like it's harder for me to say no to ministry stuff. It hurts yeah. a little bit more.
2: Yeah, and I think that's that's okay and it's good. Like right. I, I think, right? and and we get to and uh, because ultimately the our goals and our what we're working towards, uh, what we all should be as as believers and as those in ministry is to is to become the people that the Lord has called us to become and to do the things that the Lord's asked us to do, and sometimes. Some things don't help us get there, even if they're good. Yeah.
0: And like you're talking about your kids. I know I feel this way. I don't want them to grow up resenting ministry. Right. Because Mm -hmm. dad was never home. Yeah. So those moments when you say no to something to be saying yes, and that's for your own benefit, right? Yeah. It's also for the benefit of your kids and your family. Totally. You know, so it, it's not like, it's not, I mean, the investment is given elsewhere yeah. in a very real way. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm so nervous about this conversation. <laughs> a, I could get clipped so bad out of this thing. There's going to be a highlight reel in our next next staff meeting of why Cam's being fired. Listen,
0: the only person at our church that knows how to clip something is you. That's true. <laughs> like, you're not, you're
1: not in any danger, dude.
0: So... Well, thanks for listening to Cam's therapy session. Yeah, this is oh gosh, I'm so
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's the, literally what this was. This is terrible. I No, it's good. Oh, man. We're going to rename this episode.
0: That, this wasn't supposed to be a money talk. <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I I don't know. I think I about think it money all, a lot. It, but
2: I think it all it's a real thing. I mean, and it all comes back to prioritizing. Me. And that's the yes or no question. How do you how do you learn to say no to things is all all at its core, what are your, how do we prioritize our time, money, attention, which are the things that we have to use in life. And learning to say no to things is of utmost importance to be good stewards of the time, money, and attention that we have.
1: Right. And not to mention like I'm also, full disclosure, right at the end. <laughs> like, I, I am learning this stuff for the first time. Like, I've done ministry, somewhat full-time, paid for, I think, four years, almost five years. But now I'm really at a spot where it's starting to matter. <laughs> like, how I delegate time and how I do all these things. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Don't clip me. I'm a a good guy. I swear.
0: (laughs) You are. And we all have learning to do cam Mm -hmm. and you know, you're included in that. I'm included in that. Zach is. Mm -hmm. And, um, when you've been through some things,
2: it, you know, your perspective changes. Well, it yeah. constantly changes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's never, you're never going to figure it out. No. Nope. Because before you know, it, you're going to have a wife, and then you'll have kids, and then it all, you have to reevaluate it all over again. Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Mm. And do you want to get a boat?
1: You know, all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a cyber truck, not a boat. <laughs> no, I want a boat. Just a brand new, really expensive electric vehicle that should be on Mars. And that can tow my boat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you really want a boat? Sorry. Let's go. Finish it up. Wrap it up.
0: Does Matt really want a boat? Find out next time on Learning. I'm just, you're, the answer is yes.
1: Why wouldn't the, I want a boat? The next um, episode of Camp's Therapy Session. Camp's Therapy. We, uh, we'll be talking about <laughs> saying saying no to things. <laughs> so my final
0: thought is uh, say yes to where you can say yes. Say no when you feel like like, let your conscience help decide that. And, um, just like be generous, whether it's in the giving or receiving, be generous. And, uh, I think the money issue will become less and less of an issue. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, Hey, thanks for listening. Learn to talk podcast. Follow us on Instagram at learn to talk. Send us a message. Send us a DM, like comment, subscribe, follow. Um, send Cam angry emails And tell him how much of a I know. Greedy jerk he is <laughs> No you're not a greedy jerk I am We love you we'll talk to you soon This episode was not supposed to be about money But Here guess what it was uh, And if you want to send us some money I'll,
1: <laughs> I'll f- take it Do it Send straight up cash <laughs> in
0: the mail yep. All right. Thanks guys we'll talk to you again soon Bye Bye